feel free to support. Go to www.sonsanddaughtersofliberty.world and pick up a flag, our iconic flag. It's been at all the different protests throughout the nation, in Canada, at the Parliament before Justin Trudeau went and militarized his government against its people. You grab a t-shirt while you're there, do the whole nine, help support, we'll get those out to you ASAP. Use promo code PODCAST for 17.76% off. You are members of the Sons and Daughters of Liberty! We hold the power and this city exercises! Now on Staten Island, things started boiling over last night. Hold the law! Hold the law! A standoff anti-vaccine mandate protesters against sanitation department trucks showing this large group against the city's vaccine mandate blocking garbage trucks from entering the hub and if that wasn't working lone protesters making sure they got the job done you know what they did they got me to be here instead of work organizing every one of you timeline has ended and we're here to tell you that Matt's public house is officially open and we will not close. In New York's 11th congressional district, Nicole Malitakis has a primary challenger and he's joining us. John Matlin, thanks for joining us. This is the Patriot Panel. So in this episode, we talked to Tiffany Dover, the nurse who in December of 2020 took the vaccine, 17 minutes later, passed out with a vasovagal reaction. Oh, I'm sorry. A lot of people thought she was dead. Without her coming forward, I thought she was dead. Now people still think she's dead and she's out and trying to talk about it. So there's different claims about many different things. AI, deep fake, body double, and more. So what we're going to get to look at today is a live interview that I just did on Zoom on Friday. I'm going to have it up on Rumble by tonight, and I'm going to have it on all platforms by Monday. So, check it out, see what you think. Tiffany has long been the discussion of many, many circles. Again, very frightening seeing one of the first people to take the shot fall on the floor and then not really be able to follow up. All the reasons as to why and more coming at you now. So welcome to the Patriot Panel here on Sons and Daughters of Liberty Radio podcast. And I have a very special guest. I'm, I'm probably one of the first people to say that I've interviewed somebody that everyone claims has been uh, deceased for quite some time. So Tiffany, welcome to the, to the show. This is Tiffany. Thank you for having me. Hi. Yeah, this is Tiffany Dover. Uh, so, uh, you know, this, this whole entire thing, this whole thing spiraled out of control so quickly for you. Uh, and that was back in 2020. It was a De- it was December, right? It was like right when the rollout first started. Yes, yeah. I was one of the first ones to receive the vaccine. And since then, so I'm going to give you my dis- my full disclosure because there's such a there's such a different outlook between how people look at people and say, okay, they're anti-vaxxers or they're truthers. That's like the furthest end of the spectrum. And then there's there's so many different spectrums. And, and obviously this, this has become politicized on top of that. 
And during your, we're not even going to touch this really because it's so ridiculous. Somehow you, they, they tried, I heard in your NBC interview, they tried to put you in Pizzagate somehow. Yes, yes. And that was simply because on my daughter's birthday, we had pizza, which I feel like is a pretty American, I mean, thing to do, go out for ice cream and pizza. But the symbol was a swirl, you know, oh, I mean, but okay. I, so yeah. they put this like ranch swirl on the, on the pizza Got and, it. you know, I didn't specifically ask for the swirl. It's, Got it. So in this, so in this whole entire uh, situation that we find ourselves in over the past couple of years, uh, I've been, I've personally been labeled, and it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. But I've been labeled an anti-vaxer because I chose to abstain from getting the COVID vaccine. I have had every other shot in my life. I've had flu shots. I've had all of these things, and then once I said, "Hey, for me." I'm making a personal choice, a religious choice. I don't personally want it. Plus, I would like to see more science come out. I watched the whole world start labeling me, attacking me. The news, the newscast started attacking me. And in New York, you can't work as a healthcare worker at all. So after 18 years of being in the field, they they terminated me. But something that happened to you. That is, you know, I experienced the same thing, though. Like, as far as I was running my unit and like, it was bullshit, like, to be honest. Like, it was BS, we can say. You but could, listen, this is a fun program. If you feel like cursing, you can. That. You can. Okay, so I just feel like the hospital completely failed people in that aspect because I'm the same way, like, sort of a being put in a box. While I received the vaccine, I, I do not have anything against anyone who does not receive the vaccine. That's, I mean, I advocated for all of my staff that chose not to have it because... I mean, they are there. They're in the trenches of the COVID unit. It was ridiculous. And so I had to go out to them and say, as I was in a leadership role, like, hey, guys, even though you've been on the front line since day one, you've been in there, you know, we're going to need you to get this vaccine or you're just going to be tossed away, terminated when we're short staffed. That was ridiculous. Yeah. I, ridiculous. Yeah. And it's just like, where's the loyalty, man? Like you, you've been. And that's one reason, like, I remember seeing your message before and I was pretty hot about it. At the time, I will tell you, that message tempted me. Like, me and my friend Presley were talking, and she chose not to have the vaccine. And she's been there for, like, her and her husband, like, 10 years plus, you know? And to think that they could lose their job after all they've given. It, and they just so lightly are just like, oh, well, you know, it, it's okay. We'll make it up. Yeah. They, it, it's crazy. But, but what happened with you, and, and we're going to get into that in just a few seconds about the whole gag order and what you were allowed to talk yeah. about. That is extremely, extremely interesting because people from outside of the hospital setting, they don't realize that inside, depending on your health system, it's yeah. kind of like it's kind of like the mafia for, for, for exactly like so, everyone knows their role in what, like you know, it's like, correct. And you said you said in your interview that you were kind of like knew you didn't have different uh, degrees that but you had that management position. So for yeah. me. For me, after so I was 15, I was three years in the file room, then I was 15 patient care directly doing CAT scan. Um, and you know, it's like out of nowhere, once I spoke up, I used to get like my manager would bring me and be like, I can't give you more than a certain amount of stars on your review, but I, I gave you it because honestly, you kind of run the department and you're gonna be like the next like lead tech and the chief tech of the department. and. I was being groomed to be that like everybody knew 
special procedures. Everyone was supposed to know it. No one knew it. It was like, oh, John could do special procedures, CAT scan technology, uh, the, the license for CAT scan. I actually had the license. And then all of a sudden I was like, I won't accept this. I won't accept this shot. And I'm going to just say it because I, I have a problem when, when I watch things go too far and they were threatening people. And all of a sudden, Tiffany, it was the strangest, the strangest shit you'd ever see. Like I'd walk into the OR with my C arm and all the nurses would come around me and be like, I personally don't want the shot. What do we do next? And then I became like that, that Tyler Durden fight club character where they were all like, hello, sir. And I'm like, what is happening right now? All I said was no. And then they fired me for it beforehand. It's unbelievable. And I'm sure that you're like, people are short staffed. You have experience. You're fully capable of doing your job. Like I, I don't get it. It was like we were in a, another world and the people that were making decisions weren't even the people really that were like down in it. Like, you know, and so it's just like, if it's, where was the respect, like the loyalty? Like we, I don't understand if you've dedicated that much time to a unit and you know how to do your job. I don't, I don't understand like and, the logic behind that. Just, and yes. Yeah. And, and again, people would people, the same people that would bang pots and pans for us. They, they, they turned, man, they turned on me. I had people in the local newspaper tell me they want me vented and, and to die. And I was like, the whole idea here is to save lives. Like no matter what side of the debate we're on, or if I chose to take it or you chose not to take it at the end, you don't want anyone to die. That's why we're, that's why we're doing this in the, to begin exactly. with. Exactly. Like we are all dedicated to the same cause, but I, I found within like my, my small unit, like the nurses were very supportive of each other. We're all like, we didn't take the decisions lightly to whether we vaccinated or not, but we're all educated. We've all taken the time to get the information. So whatever choice people made, like that's their choice. Yeah. And I let, you know, let them make it. But it was just like, I feel like outside, even like the small bubble though, of your people like upper administration, and then the whole world has very strong opinions and it's like you get labeled and it's, yeah, that was that was all of the stuff like I was I, I had held this protest and I was simply saying like, hey, do not force us because at that point, you know, it came out that everyone was going to get fired. And I was quick to, to, to have this protest and somebody decided to go on the roof and drop this big banner off the roof that said we will not comply. It was two stories. It was like it was pretty <laughs> it was pretty epic, honestly. That's pretty bold. That's pretty and, bold. Yeah. <laughs> and at the time I was interviewing with Newsmax and like right across the street and I had walked out and I saw it and I'm like, oh, my God, some Olympus has fallen. And and <laughs> the next day they threatened to press charges against me, get me arrested. And they told me that they had proof that I was on the roof and <laughs> I did it. And I'm like, guys, I was on national television at the time. That's pretty that's a pretty uh, crazy accusation. Long story short, it took six weeks. I proved my innocence. Uh, it came down to having to have a body cam on, which I didn't because I was a CAT scan technologist at the time. I, don't, I mean, I, as a nurse, did you walk around with a body cam? I don't think so. I did not, but I think I should have. But it, no, I didn't. It, yeah, for real. And so we're, we're at that point where they had written statements and they had eye, eyewitnesses, uh, written statements that had me and I had all timestamp photos. And they told me my timestamp photos were fake. It's kind of like what you're going through. It's like, exactly. I mean, it is so close like I feel like I was proving like when I came back from my ski trip after posting I knew I would probably maybe get some you know I would hear a little something about it but no I immediately returned to this work improvement plan with all of these claims of things and I one by one the next few weeks like disputed every one of these things showed like complete proof like I did x y and z like this is not true 
And yet, like I was told, it's all about perception. I wasn't even able to defend the things. Like it didn't matter if they were true. They yep. stayed on my plan. Yeah. Like, it, you know, it's like failure to hire. Well, I've hired 17 people in the midst of a pandemic in the month. You know, I had like the actually the most hires of the month. It was just crazy. And, you know, it didn't matter. It's what's crazy is that they they put this gag order on you. And now, again, for the people out there that don't know this, uh, <laughs> these, these companies actually have social media policies. If yes. you take interviews and you're on hospital property or if you use social media and you use it in a way that they don't like, that they can terminate you if they feel that it hurts the business. If they feel, I feel like out of control of it at all. It's but how life. arbitrary. Tiffany, people were people were harassing you from around the world. Now, I'm going to full disclosure. When I first saw the footage, I remember yeah. st I was standing in the x-ray core in my department and my friend Nick came over to me and yes, he's more on the truther scale. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll outright say it like I've had some conversation with him and I'm like, man, you're you're out there. I love talking <laughs> to you, but sometimes you're out there. And he came over to me and he's like, dude, look what happened to this nurse. And I'm watching, I'm like, oh shit. And I'm yeah. like, oh, oh my God. Like, I was like, this is, this is horrifying. But at the tail end, I, did I think that there was a chance? I think most people that were skeptical were like, she's probably dead if they don't let her come out and clear, clear the air. And they yeah, never, I, the hospital literally threw you under the bus. I honestly, I mean, I guess this is my opinion, but for the damages that you've received and the mental anguish, like you should press charges <laughs> against them for not letting you defend that you were alive. It was such a snowball effect too. Like the silence just, I mean, it, it grew. Like, I mean, I remember like, I felt like okay about it because it was a small local channel. Actually, let's go back. First, I didn't realize it was live. <laughs> I just thought I was being recorded. So I was like, I'll clip that out. I called my charge nurse um, and I had said, oh my God, I just passed out. And he's like, yeah, I watched it. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, it was live. The video was like reassuring me. It's like, it's just a small local news channel. It, it'll nope. be all right you know no the next morning it's like to croatia so it was <laughs> oh yeah no that that was the definition of viral in that field because again there was a lot of people that were watching it and the immediate the immediate bullying started to occur uh for me like i had people and again and for some reason it was politically based i had people that were very very hardcore liberal in my department they were like get the shot already we're the first to be able to get it and i was like listen it's your choice to get it and i support you and i hope everything's good i was like yeah. but for me right now i'm something is telling me i personally don't want it and yeah. that's that's how i feel and they would get angry at me and the next thing i know truth or nick was loading up the cdc data and right from and I, it's stuff that i hadn't seen and we're like running yeah. reports and i'm like okay some of this is a little this is a little worrisome and again I, I, I even looked up a report last night because I was reading just so I had all the data. So it, they said you passed out 17 minutes after you got the shot. That was... I, I honestly can't... I don't know the minutes, but basically, like, I'd gotten the shot and then I went and sat down. I hadn't even filled out my paperwork. I filled out the paperwork that I should have probably already filled probably, out. Probably, yeah. You know, <laughs> and then they asked for somebody to get up. So then I, like, I got up and I went up to the front and that was that. Well... And, you know, you know it's, I mean, it's so embarrassing. Like you think like in this moment, even though like I'm a nurse and I have, of course, I understand that I can't control my autonomic nervous system. But in that moment, you know, you're like, I can do this. I, you know, I can over you I try can to truck through because you're like, yes, oh, my exactly. God, I'm not I'm not going to be the one to go pass out. 
yes. Like I said, mine never matters. No, you can't do that. Like it's, that's not how it works. And I know that, like I've dealt with this for years, but like in that moment, I really thought I could, but again, I didn't think I was on live TV. So it didn't feel as risky, but you know, well, the thing here was everyone's like, well, most vasovagal reaction kind of happens at the source when the pain hits, when the needle goes right. in, when you see blood. I remember the first time I was in the OR, everyone like kind of went around me, like ready to catch me. And I'm looking at them and I'm like, what in the world are you doing? And they're like, it's your first time seeing a hip get replaced. You have no idea what you're about to see. And some people go yeah. down for the count. And I started watching. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Next thing I had like bone under my foot and it, my shoe was scraping. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's crazy. And they were like, okay, he's fine. He can handle it. Good. Um, he's yeah, but so the big thing here was, so again, the New York Post had reported 17 minutes after you had the vaccine is when you mm -hmm. passed out. And then they, so I, I started looking up these things. And, and the interesting thing is, there is a new study that the NIH has done in the past few years where with the influenza shot, there had been no, there, okay, so it was found among 17,386 people who received influenza, there was no delayed reaction for vasovagal. However, there is, yeah. in, with COVID, with their study out of 25,530 people, the rate for delayed vasovagal reaction is 0 0.02. So it's, it's happening. And, yeah. and it's different than the flu. Cause people are like, have you ever seen that happen with the flu? And it's like, well, not exactly. But I mean, again, just because I know people are gonna be like, Oh, John's going off NIH data that could listen, there's inside of mostly all of the data, you can find a lot of things that don't support narratives even right. though they don't really talk about it, um, but, but it exists. So yeah. I, I did want to bring that up because, I mean, it's interesting that, you know, you experience this, and that was one of the big things everyone got to. They were like, she took the shot, she went up in front of the media a couple minutes later, and then, yeah. and then the way they handled it, Tiffany, was so bizarre. They did that, that video with, with everyone oh. holding up a sign like they were mourning so you. What, so like, what's their like, PR my department? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, then why would you not just like tell someone like, I feel like right now, if you tell me you're taking a picture, like I'm like this, you know, if you tell me you're taking a video, I'm like, Hey guys, like I'm Tiffany, you know, like it's different. I'm not just like shifting my weight. Like, yeah, it, it was super awkward in the moment. And it was, I mean, it was terrible. And it was very frustrating for me because like, of course it's already embarrassing to pass out like on national TV, but then to be like shamed and told like, you know, the hospital, it's, irrecoverable if I was to get on TV or speak out again. And I'm like, actually, you know, she had said that it would be irrecoverable, irrecoverable for the hospital. And that, you know, if I had another little episode and at that point, I'm just like, how can I like a, at the time, 30 year old woman, like make the hospital not recover from something? Like, I think you guys got this. That's like, the oh. most absurd reasoning ever. The fact okay. that they wouldn't let you be seen and you guys were getting calls like I never called like I reached out in yep. 2021 right after I lost my job. Yeah. I was like, you know what, I want to reach out because I want to see if yeah. again, I did I know if you were alive? I had no idea. People asked yeah. me when I, I told only a few people that I was going to have you on because sometimes interviews fall through and I was just like, yeah. I'm having around like, do you think she's alive? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I think she's alive. And I'm yeah. like, but I broke it down as to why I said, I want you to use logic. Do I know Tiffany? Have I ever seen her before outside of the photos? No. Are they going to say, oh, her hair? Like I, I've looked at the, this conspiracy and I'm like, I, I hold my hair back here. It's all face. 
But I don't see I don't see what they're looking for when I talk about like grasping at straws. I don't personally see it. And then they go, "But this is for pharma and you're becoming a pharma shill. You're getting paid." And I'm like, "Okay, first off, nobody's paying me, sadly. I I'm That's un- the same with me. That's what everyone says. I'm not making money here, man." I wish I was. I me too. That's what I say. Like people are like, "Big farm paid you that." And I'm like, "No, I don't have anything from this." But but Tiffany, this is the big thing I said, "All right, so if we go down the logic and this is where people that of course that aren't galvanized that are, are going to forever be Tiffany Dover is a walking zombie for, for the people outside that, that can use logic. I bring it to this. If pharma was to make this whole thing happen for some reason, it would have to behoove them. It would have to be something good. And at this point, yeah. like you allegedly died in 2020, you coming back from the dead now doesn't change anyone's hesitancy now. When there's more data than than ever that the people that are yeah. that don't want the shot don't want the shot already, and right. th- so like to me it's like there is there's nothing for anyone to gain. And if you came on out of all people's shows, my show, who again if you googled right. my name, they're gonna call me an anti-vaxer or some bullcrap. If you come on my show and you say like you ex- you accept people's decisions. Pharma would hate that answer. You'd be fired tomorrow. I fit in their perfect box exactly. Like I mean I. I don't fit in the box of that, but it's just like, it's crazy how people like force you or make you a platform for something so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like and, you're the same way. It seems. Well, like, I, I, I'm, I don't know what the hell I am at this point. I mean, I've, I've gone from cat scan tech since I was like 21 healthcare since 18 to congressional candidate taking on the entire system, uh, <laughs> podcasts, radios, like clothing yeah, I company. You a little last night and I saw, I saw that you were, yeah. Well, it's smart. Thing. It's smart to stalk out who you're going to talk to because (laughs) God only knows. And, and again, like people on your comment thread, again, were attacking me and I'm like, this doesn't make sense. So you don't want to talk to you. No credibility. They were like, you have no credibility and you're deleting my comments. And I'm like, it's Tiffany's thread. I can't delete your comment. (laughs) off of someone else like, do you know how any of this works i feel like it's a you don't Facebook think i would delete the ones that said my bed was padded and i must be in a like in a yep. saw that one like i think i would start there yeah like, saw not- that one different person <laughs> padded room and i'm like none no, of this yeah, no every, I, I mean every single thing i mean at this point and i'm like well you know what if you're here right now you're not even following that narrative that you would think that pharma would want you to follow. You have normal fingers, which is huge because AI would make you have like 75,000 fingers. Uh, Maybe I should get slower. (laughs) But at this point, you you look at it all, it's like nothing. Again, if this was to be, I know people were like, I don't want to interview with her on Zoom because it would be a deep fake. I heard that in the NBC uh, thing. And for me, I'm like, right off the bat, I'm like, okay, well, I have never, and I expected maybe you'd be like, can we talk beforehand? Make sure you're not a crazy person. Nothing. I started to. But nothing. There was nothing. We had our comp. It's because I knew that, like, I felt like I saw so many people in your position and I felt terrible. Like, I truly, you are the one that, like, that stood out to me at that time. And I almost was like, oh, like, just was like, screw this. Like, I'm going to just go talk to him, be an advocate, because I thought, like, my staff was about to go down for the same thing. Yeah. And I really, I felt guilty. Like a lot of people have reached out to me, but I was like, I'm going to talk to this guy. Well, I talked to some of your coworkers. One guy, I think was an x-ray tech, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And he was like, dude, 
I don't know why you're reaching out to me. She's alive. I literally see her on her <laughs> unit every day. And I'm like, that's great. I, I want her to be alive. I just want you to tell her to check her DM so we can try to set this up because the whole yeah. world thinks she's dead for one year. And it's really strange. I, at this point, I, I mean, I wasn't shadow banned on Instagram at that point, but yeah. I was like, we can do a live. I only have a few thousand followers at that time. And I was like, but things just kept snowballing because New York went so crazy to the point where they fired everybody in every position. And I was like, and people need staff. Like we're paying overtime. I'm sure you guys were too. Like it's, they, I, Tiffany, I went it's for logical. It doesn't make sense. I went for an interview at my old facility, like a month ago, literally one month ago, where after, after the courts had said it's unconstitutional to tell people they can't have a religious exemption. The courts already told me during my unemployment hearing that they believe my religious exemption to be true and sincere. However, yeah. New York doesn't pay anybody that got fired for not taking the vaccine. So they just literally kicked me to the can, gave me no unemployment. And then I go in with my, my oh, look, the sun's setting behind me. I'm in Florida. I'm trying to eclipse that. Um, <laughs> it's the AI sun, Tiffany. I'm going to have to put my phone on charge too. Like, this is crazy. I'm at 8%. I don't understand. I've read oh. my own battery yet. Oh, no. I'll yes. <laughs> so, so this whole thing, I go for an interview and it's my old manager and he walks out and he's like, oh shit, it's like I'm seeing a ghost. And I was like, you're, <laughs> you're in the flesh. And I wore, I wore all the same scrubs that I wore the day of the protest when they framed me, fired me the whole nine. And so we have this whole entire conversation and he's like, if the hospital would let me hire you, I would hire you today. I don't know if Northwell would let me hire you. And I, I'm, I'm not stopping this fight. So it went, the, the Governor Hochul went back into court, appealed it, they put a stay on it, and now you still can't work in New York. And I refuse to accept it. I'm just at the point where it's like, hey, I'm going to work at least one day in this facility. I'm going to do CAT scans for at least one day in this facility. And then I might decide never to do healthcare again. I don't know. But, but you legally... You're, and they, so they end up telling me that they went, and of course, throughout the years of practice, I've known managers, managers, I've, my father used to be a supervisor at the other unit. And for a long time, that hospital before it was owned by Northwell had a known system where they do not hire you if you get fired and they don't like you or you leave and they don't like, they had a do not hire list. So I brought that up to HR and they were like, absolutely illegal. We don't have that. We just chose to go with somebody else. But Tiffany, they still pay traveling text three times my salary. They're still under uh, understaffed and I am still here as a, as a leper. And the only difference is I didn't take this vaccine and everyone I worked with that did, they, they've had COVID the same amount of times as I've had. And I've had it twice. I've had COVID too. Yeah, it's, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I really don't. And I mean, like, and they have, I, like, within my facility, we were forced to wear masks. So I'm like, do you trust them or do you not trust them? Well, the like, study just came out. The study you know? just came out. There was a new study that said masks in hospitals did not stop transmission. They didn't, but I'm just saying, like, at the time that they, they did. Correct. Like, you know what I mean? I and mean, so it's just interesting to say, like, well, hey, guys, again, you've been through, like, 17 mask change policies with us been pretty loyal but now you know like you rode with us like we're gonna just when you. when did you have when did you have covid before the shot oh, after the shot i had the i've had it after the shot yeah okay my, so, i had it and then my grandmother had it my mom had it and i've had it again since then though yeah but, yeah, yeah. So my with, grandmother with, died in the hospital with it and then my mom was also in the icu with it, it was crazy sucks i, I i'm sorry to hear yeah. that it's 
I mean, again, people out there that will always say like, oh, you know, all the deaths are, are fake. There's people that think that the deaths are, and again, I oh, spent- I don't, like that part I don't believe. Even my husband, like, so my husband, he, he didn't take the vaccine. He's like, this is not real. Like, and I'm like, Dustin, I assure you it's real. But like, I respect his decision to not take it. But I'm like, I've definitely seen it. Like, if you want to like, you know, again, take the educate, like take the fact, the data and make a decision, that's fine. But like, yeah. it's real. Yeah. I think and we all know. It's it's definitely real. Um, I've watched. <laughs> out there. I, yes, I've watched. Like I used to eat on on the uh, the like this counter overlooking the ambulance bay from the X-ray department, and that's where they put our freezer truck that had all the bodies. And the transporters would come in, and they'd be like, "We ran out of room," and they're telling us yeah. to put bodies on top of other bodies. And bodies. they were like, and religiously, I feel like I'm like not treating a dead body properly. Like people were seeing such crazy shit and then the other people like oh all the nurses and hospital staff are dancing and i'm like maybe in certain parts of the country they didn't have flare-ups but i can yeah. tell you in new york city and staten island we should like yeah we had a few people leave to go travel there and it they said it was even a different world there it, it, it was, if it for sure was and it was just a larger scale but the big thing that changed throughout all this they were treating everybody with covid originally like ards the acute respiratory distress yes. syndrome and ev everybody was getting vented. And we saw that change as this went on, as it became less transmissible, or then more transmissible, but less deadly. Uh, and then we realized that that pulse oxes could drop into the mid 80s. And in a few yeah. days, they're going to go back up. So yes, with venting, I, I feel like that exacerbated the death count a lot. Uh, some of the ways, yeah, the way some of the governors handled it. But, I mean, I feel like it too. It was just like, you know, it's a new virus. We didn't have a game plan. We didn't have a treatment plan. It was, you correct. know, all, I mean, we were just trying things basically. That sounds terrible, but it's, it's the truth. And, but now this is, this is where, where like so many people had issues. Like for, I, I for one had a, a, an issue with it when people were like, when ivermectin was a thing and hydroxychloroquine came a thing and everyone was like, the governor's like, you can't dispense it even if a doctor says it. And everyone's like, well, this is weird. Why? And they were like, because you're going to die from it. And it's like, ivermectin is safer than aspirin. What the fuck are you talking? What are you talking about? It might do nothing. It might do nothing for you, but it's not going to kill you. It's no, not, not going to kill you. <laughs> and then, it, you know, it's so that was like a big thing. They've done so much mishandling by, by trying to control how people spoke or thought about it, that these types of things made, made people like get completely on one side versus the yes, other side. That's it. Right and there. yeah, and and then all of a sudden, poor you, you're known as basically like Michael Jackson from Thriller, and nobody's ever going to accept that you're alive. Like it's such it's such a crazy time in this world. It it is like I I don't know, and I I don't know. I mean, it's crazy. It's like I'm on this platform, and I don't know. I feel I feel like some people just I, I don't know. Like it's like they don't want to accept it, and I don't know how it's to. I mean, make it clear that I'm alive. I mean. I, I honestly think for for the majority of this, there again, there is no way to like unless you were like, this is my DNA before I took the shot, and now we're gonna oh, run no. it. Oh, I it's a match. I dyed my hair back dark, like, and I don't feel like I look like, extremely different. I don't know. No, I, I mean, I, again, the the there's a big problem here. You had a mask on, so there's really no exact and way. And that was funny to say I had a nose job. I'm like, what? You can see that through my mask. Was it that? I mean. Like, you, <laughs> Eerily, you look eerily similar to me, so I, I don't know. 
Um, so the question, you know, cause people are going to want to like know the answers. And I, I feel like you're, you're super honest about everything and you're willing to yeah. talk and it's, it's, that's, that's awesome. Um, so we know you've had COVID twice. Yeah. Do you intend to get boosted for this or at this point? Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I believe in natural immunity. So the fact that I just had COVID again, I'll honestly wait a little while. I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't get boosted in the future, but I'm not in a rush to do it because I just had COVID again. Yeah. Oh, you just re recent? Yeah. So I had it first right with my grandmother had it. And then I just had it like a couple months ago. So I'm, like, I'm pretty sure I had I it. I feel pretty boosted at the moment. Yeah. I, I'm I pretty sure. Trust the natural immunity though. Like, I mean, that is a thing. I believe it. I mean, it's real. Well, thing, that's as science as science gets. I mean, you and then all of a sudden it was like, well, it's not real. And everyone's like, it's well, bullshit. You can't just say that now. Real. It's like, right. that. that's going to make the, again, that's going to make the situation 10 times worse when all of a sudden the, the health officials are coming out saying it's not real. See, that's the thing. You're right. Like it's no middle ground. Like, so it's me like, yes, I received the vaccine. No, I'm not against getting a booster, but I also believe in natural immunity. Like I just had it. So like for me, I'm fine. Again, my husband did not receive it. That's okay. Like, I mean, we live in the same house. I don't, I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's his and choice. Have you, have you followed any of like the doctors that came out about this or the science that they're talking about with um, that, th that there's like negative efficacy for some of this during the waning phase? Because again, the vaccine for those listening that, that don't follow this like intensely, uh, yeah. it, it covers the spike protein. The new booster covers the original Omicron spike and the original uh, spike when it first hit the scenes. And they're saying that some of this is taxing immune systems. And in other cases, they're saying that when you when you uh, get this, it gets to a waning phase. And then all of a sudden, because you don't have all the other things that make up the vaccine, uh, make up the virus, that all of a sudden you're more likely to get it. So I've had Dr. Malone kind of say something similar. I've interviewed Peter McCullough, Dr. Cole on some of my shows. And it's like it's just very interesting. So I feel like when we know that natural immunity works, it's kind of like at, at this point when people say you still need to get it because you'll be super vaccinated or whatever they called it, they've called it some crazy right. shit. Like it's like a cartoon almost. It's like today you're super duper vaccinated and you get two band-aids <laughs> and in New York city, you can get a free donut or marijuana. Like what are we doing? I don't know. I can mean, I get the donut and the so marijuana? Extreme. It's so extreme. Like, I don't yeah. know. All logic just like goes out the window. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And I'm it like was, uh, and then there was the other thing. Uh, they were kind of covering up like vitamin D. Like there was, there were studies out of the NIH. It said like 50, if uh, a serum level of 50 milligrams or whatever they measure it as or more. Yes. Sorry. I'm so sorry. This is amazing that AI can do all of this, Tiffany. You're walking around, you're getting chargers. You see that I'm walking. Hold on. That was what someone messaged me the other day. Like, stand up and stop blinking so much. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> gotta watch my blink. I was like, I told my friend, I was like, oh, my God, I have to watch my blink rate at this point. You, you'll have to watch everything. They're, they're going like, to say, listen, they have the, I, I saw the theory of, of body doubles. There's people out there that think, like, people have gills. You'll see everything, honestly. Um I, again, I just go with logic and the fact that you've said half of what you've said is not going to be like pharma's like go-to thing. Yeah. So, I, I, like, sorry, that charger is not working. I'm going to go to steal my daughter's charger. Oh, there you go. A little delay on the... 
And so what's the, uh, oh, that was the big thing that they claimed that you were, that you were fake about was, was the TikTok announcement that you were on the podcast because at one point you, your arm goes back and it's like, yeah. there's a glitch. Uh, yeah, there is a glitch. That's because I had volunteered to go live and I decided I wanted to cut that part out because I didn't know if I would be up for that after <laughs> thinking about it for a minute. So I just cut the video a little because I was like, I don't want to lie to people. Like, I don't want to dedicate to something. If I'm not, if I tell you I'm doing something, I will be there. That's just how I am. So I was like, I don't want to tell people for sure that I'll go live tomorrow because what if everyone's really mean, honestly? Like, what if they had like, oh, they're going to be mean. And, like, what if I'm not in the, like, what if I don't want to go live with I them <laughs> and hear all this stuff? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's different to be there like by yourself, read the comments. Okay, you process it, whatever. But it's different to, like, put yourself out there and be, like, reading, like, completely mean comments. Yeah. Or just think about yourself, like, live and responding. Yeah, I, and not everyone's made for that. I've gotten to a point where people say the most awful stuff to me, and I just laugh with them. Like, I'm like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs> I actually feel fine this time. Like, you know, I, but I didn't know how I feel. Because the first time, it felt terrible. But I think that's because I wasn't able to speak or to fit, like, do anything. So it, I think it just felt different. Like, because honestly, like, now I've read the comments and I laughed so hard at the padded comment. And, like, me and my husband both laughed together. And, you know, I drank a sip of bourbon and I giggled. Like, it, that was not how I felt the first round. Like, now, it just wasn't the same. Well, were you ever such were a ever public so person, like, that you were out doing interviews and things? Like, that in no, itself could I, be a, a reaction where you pass out if there's all cameras on you. Maybe. I mean, I did like pageants and stuff and like that, but like, okay. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, it, it could be, I mean, it probably didn't help the situation. I mean, like the heat, the lights, like, honestly, like if I ever feel like I'm going to pass out, it's like, get me to a cool, cold environment, like stick my head in the freezer. Yeah. It's no, not I, like put me under hot fluorescent. I get it. Cause I'm saying like, when you go online and you see people attacking you, it it's different and if you're not a public person and and you know i've done stuff throughout the internet for a long time podcasting and all like so i've had people say horrible things about me numerous times more than i can yeah. ever count on a given day and again everybody has an opinion like everyone has an asshole and there's a plethora of assholes out there so i'm okay with it like we all say shit so at the end of this all, I, I, I would take these comments and I'd run with it. But for somebody that just passed out, the whole world thinks you're dead and <laughs> you can't answer and you're not used to getting attacked. I mean, right. people. Well, you can't even like, def like defend yourself. You can't even like, and then you feel guilty. I don't know. I thought a lot of things, but it was just weird. Like almost like watching your life, like play out, but that like people telling your story, but it's not your story. So it was strange. And it, yeah. like, it did get to me. But like I said, this time around, like, it's I, I've been fine. Like it's been fine. It's been, I mean, it really has, like I can read the comments and I feel okay because I know that I've put the truth out there, like whatever yeah. they're saying. But it, before I didn't feel like that, I feel like I wasn't able to really put the truth fully out there and I didn't feel good about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so now that I have, I feel good about it. And you got hacked too, on top of all of this. Yes, that was terrible. Yeah. It was, I was hacked on Instagram. My husband's Facebook was hacked. And then, um, like the guy that hacked my Instagram, he was like threatening to like, he was not just threatening. He was selling my private messages for $500. I guess they, you know, he thought maybe he would find something really juicy. Like I like conspired with the Pope or something, but there was no such things. It was just normal messages that still that's, I mean, can you imagine having 
no, I can't. The world, it's not great. It's no, that's that's kind of really <laughs> shitty. That's definitely shitty. And and you know, all of this while they thought that you were dead on top of it. Like it's really crazy that you had to go through all of this, and and NBC had to reach out to Instagram. Dealing with Instagram, dealing with Instagram. I've is, been in that poster with my number and my face so many times. Like <sighs> they make me like hold this. Like, please write this on a paper, you know, hold it up, you hold it up, you send it in. And I would just keep going through a circle because the guy had access to my email and stuff. So it was just like, you, it didn't do any good for them to send it back to that original email. I have a little conspiracy theory for you right here, at, right yeah. now. And in, in live on, 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 well, we're not live, but here live on this enough. podcast. So Instagram does not want to do anything to change narratives or th- maybe like what happens if you're a firecracker and you go on and say something bad about (laughs) they knew you didn't have access they didn't want you to have access that's my opinion i've watched them do everything down to the other day they fact checked like anyone that they have deemed a republican account or something that goes against the narrative and when they do that they they took away some like my friend scott labedo they took away his ability to go live and he was going to like the rally outside the courthouse and he was like he called me he's like they fact checked me on something that happened like two i got fact checked on something from two years ago because i went live with him i guess they knew i'm really? in florida right now and they were like oh well uh there's nothing to worry about he's in florida he's not going to do anything but i was like i'll go live and syndicate you you'll be you'll be <laughs> like so all i was like that I got fact checked. They demonetized me all for 24 hours, just gone. And I'm like, this is the type of shit that makes people go, there's a conspiracy against us. Cause in, to some degree n- there has to be, and it's, it's wrong to not let people talk and it's wrong. What happened? Like things with the Twitter files. It's just, it's, it's, ugh, we've gone through it's, such, it's, such time. I don't know. It is. It's like such a control thing. And people are like, you know, with me, they were like, when I spoke out about that, the hospital controlled me and, I wasn't able to do that because I didn't want to be terminated. And they're like, that wouldn't happen. That sounds crazy. That's not real. And I'm like, I'm not saying it's logical. I'm saying that's what happened. That's Yo, what they happened. will. And and now they're they saying will. they didn't it's tell you. Right. They told they're now they're now claiming there was no gag order in place or no. And I even like I had to show NBC like the paperwork. Like I had the paper. Like so you do paper. have the paperwork? Yes, I have it like where we signed my work improvement plan. Is there like, any said, is is there any way that after we get off this that you can like blur out whatever parts you don't want? On yeah, that? like all of the false accusations. Sure, yes, that's no, what I did with it. Well, okay, wh- whatever, because I'm going to edit this together. I, I don't cut yeah. anything, but I want to put that up like right on the screen so people can see it because yeah. that's insane. The damage that they did for the narrative and for people making decisions at that time is astronomical. The damage they did to your personal life is astronomical. And it's like at this point, so I take it you're not in the field currently is what I heard? I'm not, no. Um, Once I left, which I had been there a decade. So I kind of like worked my way. I went from cardiac tele, like the floor, um, to the ICU. And then I did um, code rapid response. And then I stepped into the interim manager when my manager left. Kind of, it was just, we didn't expect it. She left. I stepped into that role. I was like two weeks into interim manager when COVID hit. And then I just like took on that role, but it was (laughs) so a decade there. And then once this happened, like, so the month before, this is, this is, this is awful. Tiffany, which is a, it's a, 
like a recognition. Oh, like okay, you were frozen, or I was frozen. I think it said my internet was unstable. <laughs> I was going to say that's it. You're good now. I said that's it. They're going to say that this is the point where the glitches come in. But oh, that's no. <laughs> that's Zoom for you guys. Let me restart. Where did where did I leave off? No, no, no. I heard everything. You were oh, just okay. frozen. You're got like, you. oh, okay, I got you. Um, but yeah, so it was like I went from that. Like that was in October that we got that award as a team, a Daisy Award. And then in December, it's like I went to like you know just a few months after it's like work improvement plans and all this stuff. I'm starting to get like things about like didn't wear your white coat. You know that isn't the right call. Like it was just like you know. So they really, were like, chipping like, away at you after yeah, all. Yeah, what it felt like. And then I started getting speeches about like, and I've had my children the whole time I've been working there, both of them. And it was like starting to be like conversations of like you know, if this is too much, if you need to like spend, you know, be, I'm like, what? So wait, so wait, they didn't let you speak. And then they were trying to get you out because they offering me out. So like, if this is not your path you're wanting to take. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I've been here a decade. Like, this is obviously where I want to be. Like, I don't drive to states to be here if I didn't want to be here. (laughs) Oh my God. This is so crazy. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Like, again, I, I feel like I want my I want my job back, not the way I had it, but I want a per diem job. I want to basically go in there and just prove that what they did was wrong. Um, it is. But they're going to go with everything against me that they can. And they're going to have to document it because, again, if it comes down to it, there's there's got to be a lawsuit that says, like, you went against my religious beliefs. You won't give me a reason why you're not hiring me. It's like we've entered like the craziest times. So, I mean, we're getting toward the end of this. I'm trying to make sure any of, any of the questions that I had, I didn't forget because I'd feel like a, a dope if I do. Um, but, yeah, I, when you did interview with NBC, yeah. did, was it a fair interview? You, did you feel that it was all done fairly? Yeah, I felt like it was fair. I mean, I felt like the podcast, like, you know, throughout – I had let I hadn't responded, so I felt like, you know, I wanted to do the additional episode to like clear things up that because I felt like before that like it it was just all left in the air. You know what I mean? Like people were like having to speak things. So yeah. I didn't want to podcast it in like that. So I was like doing the additional episode, I felt like it was, you know, I felt like it was good. And then NBC Nightly, um I I didn't expect it to be like a but like two minutes, but it ended up being a few minutes. And I feel like that was good. But I was hoping, like, with it being on something like that, like, people would be like, oh, it's it's real. Yeah. When I <laughs> saw there was video, I found the video yesterday after listening. And I was like, wait, people are going to say that because it's NBC. This is a deep fake. That's what they're going to go with. And I'm like, listen, there's going to, again, there's always going to be people that are going to think that you're, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in camp. I believe you're alive. Uh, but there's going to be people that, that are not going to join that camp and whatever. Uh, but at the end of the day, you get to speak and you get to live your actual life and not have a company say, don't speak. And also, maybe you should leave because that's like the most fucked up shit. And it makes me angry. This is why I went into politics. This is why I stood in front of a garbage truck. It's like, how dare you? How, you won't let me speak. And now you're asking me to go home. Right. But right. I want to. They need people. They need people. They're paying people overtime. Yes, <laughs> overtime. I mean, I'm not against travel people, but like, if they're not even familiar with the facilities that we're having to pay people, like, you know, two times as much to do what you could do. Yeah, like, they were paying from my from my understanding. They were paying X-ray techs that weren't even shooting cat scans, $150 an hour, where their salary 
is somewhere in like the $34 an hour for uh, like an x-ray tech just starting. And you're paying them $150. 150 And I'm like... Make it make sense. Yeah, there, none of it makes sense at, at this point. I mean, I feel like that's been proven. But I want to play this for you because I want to show you what I went through just for saying no and then going on the mainstream media. This was MS... Did You, you might have caught this clip when I talked to MSNBC. I talked to Yasmin. I can't say her last name. I don't know it. But this is what this... So it was a 30-minute interview. And... No, I didn't. Okay, so I'm going to play it for you. It's a 30-minute interview. And... I've played this to, to other people that I know that do reporting and everything. And they were like, never in my life have I witnessed anything like this. Like the, it was a war zone. We were debating. And all I was saying was like, I shouldn't lose my job, nor should my fellow uh, coworkers because it's going to keep going. It's going to go to other professions. And they were like, no, it's not. And I'm like, yeah, it is. And obviously it did. I was like, we're all still going to get COVID from what I understand and what I've seen in my own hospital. And they said, that's not true. And I knew what they were trying to do. They were trying to frame it. And the whole interview that they played was probably less than 30 seconds. And then they were like, of course, everything he said is scientifically disproven. So they framed it for their audience. So this is MSNBC. This is, I taped this interview on my Apple Watch in real time without telling them to protect myself because I knew. And this is, this is a, a snippet of right when the interview ended because of how ridiculous it got. Process. First people that received this shot received it about 18 months ago. Who'd you vote for in 2020? It's irrelevant. Viruses don't have political yeah, I mean, you're, you're, You've agreed to have an interview with me, so yeah, I just wanted but, to know. Yeah, but I'm saying that's the, this is where we have an issue. Is we no, leave, I just would like to know your political but I will. Things. You know, I'm going to explain my political background with this. When you lead with if who did you vote for, it makes the virus sound like it has a political party. It does. I it mean, does it does, the virus is not a political party, but the virus has been politicized. It has, has been has politicized. Agreed, and that's a problem. So I'm just trying to understand where you're coming from and understanding if, in fact, any of it has any political motivation. Well, I would say if I if I was to vote for Trump, I would have been vaccinated. That's all he talks about is getting vaccinated. That's not necessarily true. So he got vaccinated, and he got vaccinated in um, in private. He didn't even want the public to know that he got vaccinated and finally said it overnight and then he was glued on stage and then he kind of walked it back a little bit. So, so but so are you, you going to tell me who you voted for in 2020? Who did you vote for? I will tell you if you tell me. I can't tell you who I voted for. I'm a journalist. That's and not, I, not being I, I identify as a journalist right now. Well, you're not a journalist. You're a tech worker from ah. you from your hospital. So you're not going to tell me. I was framed, yes, and I'm only from the hospital. So you're not going to tell me who you voted for. I think you know who I voted for, and you just want to make a clip that says how I mean that that was probably my third interview. Uh, I, I at one point I interviewed, I believe it was maybe with ABC It was one of the networks I could find it because I, I made sure to, to have receipts for these things. And when I did that mm -hmm. interview, I told them something. Uh, I was telling them like the emerging data and the person that was reporting actually said to me, you made some amazing points. I have to look into this. This is frightening to me. And I feel like I should know this, but we're never going to be able to report this. I was like, you, excuse me. And I was yeah. like, well, for your, for I, didn't, your I, see, my, I didn't deal with that at all. That's wow. But we were on different sort of sides of the fence of like, I mean, I was, I received the next, you know yes. what I mean? Yeah, no, no, I get it. I, I, I totally get it. And, and so, but it was just like, and then, you wow. know, they kept referring to everyone that didn't get this as anti-vaxxers in your interview and, and truthers. And I'm just like, this is why they push people apart. Like, this they, is. And that's, and I, 
I think people would be surprised like that we're not all so far apart. Like yeah. you don't have to be so far on that side and be like, I don't yeah. I mean a hundred percent. Well, do you plan I to mean, go we're back meeting to it? What, what happened? We're like I feel like we're like you could say we're on opposite sides in a sense, but we're not. You know what I mean? Like we can still I have, have family members. I have family members that get every booster and they keep Hi. getting COVID and I look at them and I'm like, listen, I wouldn't get it. And there's things but that concern a- me, but that, I mean, at the end, ultimately it's your choice. It's a Just- risk versus benefit. Like what you think, like what your risk factors. Yeah. Versus, like, if, you, if you, if uh, you, listen, I do first, I do want to say, I, I personally, obviously I think everyone knows I hate this, this specific shot with a passion, I know. but, okay. but I, again, I am all about no one telling you what to do. Like, don't me tell too. me I have At to the take it. At the bottom of the day, autonomy. Like, everyone yes. has freedom, autonomy. Like, that is at my core. That is what I believe. Don't and tell I me I have to, to take this, and don't tell me I can't take ivermectin, and then don't tell exactly. me that I can't, because I'm not going up to you and saying, and don't tell me I can't take ivermectin. in two years, I'm going to speak. <laughs> yes, yes. And so, I mean, honestly, and then so after I had, I had Omicron in December, if if, if that's what I had, because they, they were still on the cusp of maybe Delta. And I was like, oh man, I really, the first time I had COVID, I felt like shit. Like I was tired for like 15 days at least. I was out there protesting after it like all went away. And I'm like, I'm still tired. Damn it. Yeah. And so I mean, was fatigue for sure. There was definitely a lot of fatigue. It never went into my lungs, luckily. Um, but, but I did take ivermectin the minute my wife tested positive and she was yeah. like doing a hit workout in the living room. And she was like, I think I have a fever. And then ever since she did some like yeah. tests and it came out positive and she looked at me, she's like, oh my God, I'm going to fucking die. Cause she's like, oh. that's where everybody was. Cause they were bombarded with it. There's a death count. Like you're watching married with children reruns and on the bottom, it's like this many people died today in your area. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm exaggerating, but it was, it was, it was a, a very psychiatric. It was scary. And I think that's where people's emotions were so high. Even like my emotions were high, you know, like, like you said, death bodies on top of bodies. And then like, you're like vaccine. And I'm like, oh my gosh, thank goodness. Like the light, like something, give me some hope for someone because we can't, like, I can't get people to work any more than they're working, well, you know? And so it was you, scary. People yes. You be- had that. I, I, and people always think that like, I was this person that didn't, I wore a mask. I wore a damn yeah. painter's N95 mask to the supermarket and wouldn't let my parents go. Because in the beginning, the hit mentally that you take between yeah. the media, between seeing it, like being in the hospital and seeing it, plus the media, I was like, all right, something's really messed up. I definitely don't want my parents to get this. Maybe I die. I, I was under, like you, everyone was under a lot of stress. And yeah. then there was this one moment where like all like slowly after I found out how widespread it was, I'm like, well, a lot of people have antibodies. I don't. But at some point I'm going to go back to life. And, and for lack of better words, like Rocky, if, if I die, I die. And I went <laughs> and I lived that authentic life to some degree. But I still was taking like I had I had a sanitizer with me and stuff. And then it got to the point where they were going to close all the businesses again in New York. And my friend was like, I'm not I'm not fucking closing. I'll go bankrupt. <laughs> And I was like, I'm in. And and next thing I know, I'm sitting there and none of us had masks on. We're drinking whiskey and we're in this smoky bar and there's 30 sheriffs barring the door and any minute we could be arrested. And I'm like, well, life just really escalated quickly. And wow, I'm video. Yeah. And I was just the video guy. So I was making these videos to get it out to the public. And it was a place called Max Public House on Staten Island. And Governor Cuomo would go on TV every day and he'd be like, 
the people at this bar are trying to kill your grandmother. And I'm like, oh my God, we're trying not to go bankrupt. What are you like? 50% of the businesses were closing in New York City forever. What, like, when do we say, okay, you know your risk. If you want a beer, allow this person to go to the bar. So they did everything to try to basically execute my, my friend. They had all these different raids. Then a, a sheriff jumped on top of his car. Like they didn't identify themselves in the middle of the night. They claimed the sheriff had broken legs. They were trying to put him in jail for like trying to kill a cop or something. And it went to a grand jury and the jury was like, uh, you didn't identify yourselves and you admitted it. Everybody was in unmarked cars. And the guy who had two broken legs that literally laid on the roof as my friend was pumping the brakes, he didn't have two broken legs. After he got off the roof, he chased him down, pulled him out of the car, and beat the living shit out of him on a surveillance camera. So everything backfired. And it's like, where, where does common sense come in? And at that point, that was where for me, I was like, I am done with COVID because I will not allow this bullshit to keep happening. My poor family's like, if the hospital finds out you're the cameraman and you're submitting footage to Tucker Carlson, you you're going to be fired and i was like well when this they tell bad. me and, and then they get fired at the end of it for not that but i told them i said eventually they're going to mandate it and tiffany obviously they mandated it and they mandated you to be silent and look at all of the crap we've gone through it it is a lot like it it like you said like you just really don't know where people like draw the line and that's why it was difficult for me it's like i don't know who i mean honestly like normal versus someone who is threatening like because people get so passionate about it it's like you don't re really know like who's gonna beat you up but i mean i don't know like you when people are know. like showing up and like you know you don't know try to run for office tiffany i had a guy <laughs> i had a guy square off with me in front of my opponent's uh congressional office in bay ridge in brooklyn and he was like eight times the size of me and he's like i'm a former marine and you tweeted something at me and you said i said something i'm gonna sue you or i'm gonna kick the shit out he was like well sue me if you'd like or i guess i was like i guess kill me and i was like i, I don't know i was like i am a federal candidate i said i don't think that's gonna work out well for you in court that you decided to destroy a federal candidate because of a tweet and i was like but I was, card has. Yeah, i don't have that card huh Really yeah. need to have that one. Maybe, ma yeah. Maybe you should. Uh, I could. I mean, I don't know your, your laws where you are, but I could teach people in New York for sure. I know and a friend. My friend's a federal candidate. I know people, well, and the funny thing is, also I know I, people in high places. I, I, I do want to say that I looked into the other rumor, which I thought was hysterical. I don't think you and Amber look exactly the same. No, I had lunch with Amber today. We don't look exactly the same. And, Especially and, now. And, but I saw that. I saw that. And I was like going back. I went back, man. I found tweets from like right when, when this all went down. And they had like Amber, Amber next to you in the white vest, you in the face. And, they put, and I'm like, it's called different angles on, on cameras. There's different lens flare. It's, it really is. Oh, there goes my internet, internet again. Amber's honestly always been much fitter than me. Am I lagging? No, no, you're, start, you're, you're coming back now. Okay, so Amber naturally has always been like more fit than I am, honestly, but she had just had a baby. So the fact that they were even comparing me and saying that, like 
they thought the overweight one was Amber was like, uh, yeah, well, I mean, the photos that they were looking at was when she was probably like just birthed the child. Like, I mean, so it was, it was interesting on that too. It's just like, it, yeah. And the thought for, for me, the thought is it's like, who is going to pay your friend to act like you for the rest of her life? Just right. become like it. Listen, there's straws to grasp at again for the longest time because I couldn't get in touch with you from what we saw and and yeah. there was no footage of you getting up which is another crazy thing like no one decided to do a follow-up after That's you got really up weird because like I did like a like right after like before I was I spoke to anyone like in the hospital like you know I got right up and like I did do a little like a, a minute interview or something just saying I was fine but and none know. of that footage ever came out like I don't know maybe it got lost in the world honestly thought that it did but maybe people just didn't realize that that was right after but like then after that the death certificate circulated and it just you know really took a life of its own yeah well i'm glad you're alive i'm glad that you came on this podcast and took the chance oh. to go meet uh meet uh, a podcaster that you had no idea who he was i, I guess and... i was a little nervous so i'm glad it worked out well like this is a positive experience like well, I, I, I try to do that when I have I, I sometimes do my episodes where I, I put the zoom up and I put it on Twitter and I just have a waiting room and yeah. people come in. I just let them in. And I had a conversation with like somebody. She was like, I'm a bleeding heart liberal. I hate the orange man. I was like, OK, that's a, definitely not everyone's taste. But we had a normal conversation. And by the end, she was a retired nurse. And by the end, I was like explaining different studies about stuff. And she's like. Well, I, I didn't know about that. I was like, yeah, I was like, well, that's kind of where some hesitancy comes in from. Some It might not be for everyone. And she's like, that's very, very interesting. Like, okay, I don't have an answer to that. And I was like, yeah, well, we don't hate each other. That's a great thing. And then the next day after that positive experience, I got attacked like by what I guess I would call Twitter Antifa. Like four people came in. They started streaming gay porn as loud as they could and racial slurs. And they thought I was live. So they were trying to get me to affect my terms of service if I was streaming live, but right. But YouTube kicked me off the first day that I had Robert Malone. That was the first episode I put up and they were like, you're not allowed to speak about MRNA. And I'm like, uh, the guy is one of the, the scientists that worked on it. Like he's a scientist. He's allowed to have an opinion, but again, narrative control. I don't think people realize like how tightly things are controlled. Like you think like, oh, that's crazy. People don't have that much control. Yes, they absolutely have that much control. You're down to earth. That's it. That's all I can say, Tiffany. You're very down to earth and everybody was going to say probably like they're looking for stuff, but you don't fit the narrative. So if 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 they want to still believe that you're not you and that pharma's paying you, I would have to say this was a very bad investment for pharma. That's my take on it. That's just <laughs> logic logic well, sucks thank sometimes. You for that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I will I will share this with you when it comes, but if you can once we get off cuz I'm going to edit this tonight, can you send me that paper? that um that you they made you sign or whatever yeah, yeah. all right well thank you for joining me bye all right bye at the end of the episode tiffany went online and posted the following video hey guys so i'm spending my friday night with john we will be talking all things healthcare, and then he'll be sharing it on his podcast this short video in only a few hours got the following comments. Now, at the end of this, will this interview clear this up for anybody? Was anyone on the fence? Or did they already have their minds made up? All of these are very good questions. 
again, for me, I think this is the real Tiffany. And I don't see how there is any benefit for pharma or anybody to lie this late in the game. Everybody has all the data they need at this point to decide if this shot is for them or not. I would never get the shot in a million years. That's my opinion. That's my belief. And I think the science totally supports that. But I don't see what is in the benefit for the pharmaceutical companies now to have a fake Tiffany Dover show up. They were two and a half years late to the party. So I'm asking you why, if you still believe it. At the end of this, this doesn't change anyone's opinion on the shot. Not one single person. So it's up to you to decide if you think this is the real Tiffany. But as they once said, will the real Slim Shady please stand up? I guess the real Tiffany Dover has stood up. You make your call. This is how I see it. This is the Patriot Panel.